chose a song to introduce our podcast. <laughs> okay, that's done. Hi, welcome, welcome back. back, valued listeners. Um, if you're here again, I kind of don't believe you. I don't think anyone <laughs> besides me editing this is honestly listening at this point. But we have really exciting news. Um, back by popular demand. Back by popular Literally demand. everyone was messaging me, oh my god, mm-hmm. can you guys have Nate back? He's the best. He's so insightful. Um, I would totally join his A cult. A couple of those messages were me. Yeah, yeah. They were, most of them were Iris. But anyways, welcome back, Nate. Wow. Thank you for joining us again. Hello, friends. Round of applause. Thank you, I'm so, thank yeah. you for having me Silent back. Snap. I just couldn't wait to get back on. I was, I basically had to beg Bridget to let me back on. She's like, I guess, that's fine. I mean, that's exactly how that went. I had to pay you guys to let me back on, that. actually, is what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Paid promo. Paid promo. Um, so, how was everyone's day, week? Or month mm. or year. <laughs> Just they were all exactly the same. <laughs> I survived. Wow. I I mean, yeah. No, it was fine actually. Today was it was a pretty good day. I actually got quite a bit done. I did a full eight hour work day and then wow. errands. So and now I'm doing this. So, so you're an adult. Day. That's a good day. I bet you feel, like, oh, yeah. really accomplished. Yep. Yeah. And I think I might actually bathe after this. So, wow. Yeah, that ticks all the boxes. <laughs> <laughs> How does it feel to be a full, functioning human being? I hope to be able to get there one day. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, it, it does feel pretty good because... I had to get up quite early this morning, and that is not something I do right. easily. I know that and very typ- well. <laughs> Typically, that doesn't make me think it's going to be a great day, but right. I surprised myself, I guess. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Nate, do you have anything to share off the top of your um, head? Yeah. I, uh, About your day in, or your week? In the past few days, I built a, a garden bed. You know, like one of those raised garden beds. Yes! How has that been going? I, I pretty much finished I'm it sorry, today. I, you didn't get back to me about um, borrowing the saw horses, oh, but yeah. if you still need them, they're still here. No, I just ended up putting on some <laughs> stones and just cut it, but um, gotcha. it, it worked gotcha. out, actually. I'm excited. Crafty, innovative. So I'm going to try to build some, uh, build, try to grow some, like, vegetables. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> You're going to try to build some vegetables? Uh, yeah. yeah, today at work, um, this is the highlight from work. Uh, I pulled out mm-hmm. mousetrap, like old school mousetrap, and the kids oh. were oh, my, fascinated. The board game? Yeah. Kids were fascinated by it. <laughs> we had that. What Iris, we had that. Yeah. We it's did. It's so fun. Were they like, oh my god, a fossil. Pretty much. But then Justin just ended up using it as like uh, a way to show Justin. how he would torture people. And so, cool. Um, that just, is so Justin. I just kind of okay. went with it, you know? And some of it was funny, I guess. And then we made yeah. slime, and that was the day. It was a great day. Ooh. Oh. That slime. sounds like... I don't think we ever really made slime. We made gack. Yeah. Or gack. Or, is that the, like, half... Lick? Yeah, is that, like, the half-liquid, half-solid? Yeah. I think yeah. only only your friend was the only one that called it gack for some reason. I think it, people more widely call it oobleck 
for some reason. I've never heard Calling that word Calling it GAC is really? like an elite club. Yeah. Is what it sounds like. I guess so. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. We okay. also made some pretty sick loom bracelets. Bridget, you remember making Oof. those in summer camp? Um, yes, I still have several. Yeah. Look, Sierra. Somewhere. Get, guest Could on the not tell you where, but. Visual for a audio podcast. Ooh, Look at those. Looking those good, are fire. Sierra. Yeah. yeah. I think some of the colors are glowing dark. <laughs> are those the little rubber bands? Yeah, they ones? are. Oh, okay. Yeah, you kind of loop the rubber bands together yeah. over and over again. Super fun. And then they make a bracelet. Gosh. Bridget, how was your day? We, um, oh. I was going to say, we never made those a lot growing up, Iris. We just made the... Um, Friendship bracelets. The bracelet. We did actual yarn. Yeah. Right, with like, the embroidery floss. Right. We weaved friendship bracelets. Real knots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my day was good. I had a therapy appointment, and then I Yay. went to Target, and I returned a dress. Um, oh. I really liked the style of it, but the color was bright orange, mm. and the only other color was Ooh. this really graphic, like, really big uh, black graphic pattern, and those were the only mm. two options, and so I'm kind of bummed about that, mm. because yeah. I really liked the fit of it, but... It's yeah, okay you because don't I. Don't me as a pattern person. Only. I'm not a huge pattern person, especially when it's like a big graphic pattern, yeah. like it was. Um, but it's okay because I bought some other things because I had mm -hmm. um, m money for it because I returned the dress that uh, I didn't need, yeah. and I'm proud of myself for remembering to bring the dress <laughs> with me in the first place <laughs> because that That's was so funny. a feat. <laughs> Well, I actually did the same thing. I was like, I was in Seattle for a year, and then I came back, and I was like, oh, I actually have some holes in my closet that I need to fill. <laughs> and so I got myself a, a summer dress, and I was like, uh, I hate it. Yeah. So I went to go return it, went all the way to the store, and I did leave it at home. I've so, <laughs> so done that before. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to go back. Yeah I, usually, yeah, I usually do the same thing, and then I just end up buying more stuff from Target, and then I just have the other yeah. things sitting around. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There were some things that I liked, and I was like, "Oh, I, I would want that," but then they didn't have my size in stock, so it's saved in my cart on <laughs> the app on my phone, and then I'm probably buy them later. <laughs> but yeah, um, they make it too easy to buy things. Uh, yeah, I probably should, I should put a time limit on the Target app on my phone <laughs> because. <laughs> Although, honestly, I've done that before. I've put the time limits on <laughs> on my phone before, and I just ignore them. Same. Yeah. I'm not good at disciplining myself. Yeah. I've gotten numerous, but we're like... On yeah, it. I've gotten, like, numerous, like, reminder habit apps, and then I just ignore them. Oh. And it just never works yeah. out. Yeah, because it's so easy to <laughs> just be like, no, five more minutes, or turn off for today. <laughs> turn off for and today. And so I got tired <laughs> of seeing the reminders that I was about to run yeah. out of time yeah. so I just took the time limits off <laughs> um well let's just jump into our first topic yeah what is that sister oh mine well we have some more batch nation Ayo. news we could talk about um specifically I, I feel like this is <laughs> very much old news by now but hey <laughs> where's it hey. it hasn't happened until we've talked about it, okay? 
And we still have things to say. Yeah. So. I mean, they've probably already been said, but we're adding to the conversation. So, um, this past week, Colton Underwood, who was a former bachelor, he went on, was it Good Morning America? It was. Yeah. He went on Good Morning America to come out as gay. Mm-hmm. And, um, so we were just going to talk about through that a little bit because there's Mm -hmm. I think a lot of different perspectives and a lot of different (laughs) sides to this and it's very like I have a lot to say that's what (laughs) that's it yeah I can't wait to hear Um, it actually I'm very interested to hear your side of it but first Nate do you want to go first do you have uh actually I, I I would I would love to hear your thoughts first actually okay I mean I guess yeah I can try and break it down a little more um, why don't, yeah, why don't well, we, the thing why about, don't we jump into the, why don't we actually give, let's give a timeline so, real quick, yeah. give some background. Sure. If you don't mind, I'll, I can, sure. I can do that. So, Go for Colton it. Underwood was the bachelor two times ago. So it was Matt this last season, Peter before him, and then it was Colton oh before God, that. Oh God, Peter season. Yeah. It, can I, we just, I block it out. Remove that yeah. from, um, yeah. And so, so Colton's <laughs> season was really interesting because they really hyped it up because he was a virgin at the time. Which right. for some reason that's that a big was deal the to people. Whole thing. There's always. Well, I guess not so much anymore. But there used to be. There was always a special thing about like this was this person's thing. Like yeah. Peter was the pilot. Pilot yeah, Pete. Ari was but the Colton's thing was that he was. Yeah, Colton. Colton's thing was that he was the Virgin Bachelor. Yes. Like, and they really, really Pushed played that, that yeah. to death. And so, okay. yeah, Colton's gotcha. season. Um, he had a lot of actually incredible people on that season, actually. Um, yeah, Tasha. Uh, Raven was was really cool. Um, was that Raven? Yeah, I don't remember Raven. She, so I don't she think that final was three season. Or am I tripping? I don't know. Anyway, regardless, that name doesn't sound familiar. Mainly Tasha was awesome. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, they made a big deal. He was a virgin. He was a former like professional football player. Played in college. Played a little yes. bit in the NFL, um, and oh, okay. he was very, very religious, which was a big thing for him. And um, he jumped a fence, which. So he was purposely waiting. Yes. To like marriage. Was, yes. And so okay. that was his whole thing. Is he was like, I'm waiting for the right one. Um, he released a book okay. after his. So anyway, yeah, he picked. He ended up picking this girl, Cassie who they didn't mm-hmm. he didn't propose to her uh, oh no it wasn't raven that was i don't even know what i'm talking about that was nick vile season was raven um but that yeah i didn't watch throwback. that season whoa i don't even know it was hannah g hannah g was the final no, two colton's yeah colton's top three was Tasha, hannah g and cassie. and cassie and he want really wanted cassie mm. and cassie was like i'm not ready yeah. for marriage she wanted to leave he was like I'll just yeah, be Cassie with you. Cassie was ready to send herself yeah, home. Yeah, he was like, oh, I just want to be with she you. she was freaking wow, out about getting drama. engaged. He jumped a super high fence. I was interviewed about it. Yeah. The rest is history. Um, yeah, because you made, you had that Twitter account. I did. About that, was, that was a wild counting time. Counting down to when they were going to show his fence jump. Yeah, that was a wild time. Um, <laughs> and anyway, wow. um, and so he picked Cassie. They didn't have a proposal um, and then it came out that she had a restraining order against him after, like, I don't know, r- roughly a year, maybe, oh. for stalking. Yeah, so they, like, they, he didn't propose, but they, like, left the show dating. And they had been dating since the show was off air. And right. since then, 
like a year or so this restraining order stuff had come to light yeah some like he was stalking her like showing up at her house unexpected like unannounced she asked him not to he would just keep showing up um you know texting her incessantly like tough stuff like that yeah and so she was granted the restraining order it's not like she just filed for it she was granted it which means it was true um and then yeah just and then now he comes out as gay um and yeah uh, that's kind of the timeline of of colton so was he just so was he just doing that because he was still struggling to... That's something that I actually kind of want to get into. Um, yeah, that's something we this. can get into. Yeah. But I think it was kind of... Um, they were... So they were together when they left the show, but then I think they did break up. Mm-hmm. And I think that this was kind of him not accepting the breakup, maybe. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, for whatever reason. Um, yeah. And I'm curious... But also... What you didn't mention, Nate, was the whole tracking device on her car thing. Oh my god, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, that's next level. Yeah, that there was a tracking device on her car. And the text messages, he was, like, sending them from an unknown number, Mm. like a number she didn't know, and he was pretending that he was getting the same texts, and they they were really vague and weird. Okay. No, of course it's not okay. It's it's completely not okay. But, um, yeah, so there was all of that, and that was kind of the last we heard of him or the last I heard of him until this interview uh, last week or hmm. week and a half yeah. ago or whatever. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of... <laughs> A lot of different points to hit there's, here. It, there's so and much to unpack. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a lot to unpack here. So let's begin. Um, <laughs> I think that... <laughs> that it's, Where do we start? There's that, so much here. Oh, gosh. My <laughs> mind is racing. Okay, I'll start here. I am so happy for him. Yes. I'm so proud of him. Yeah. Yes. That I cannot imagine coming from his background obviously being raised very religious and trying to hold on to that so desperately and probably not wanting to feel like you're letting people down or something like that and you know coming from such a hyper masculine career of playing football and that kind of thing and very very heteronormative world of the bachelor as well um Mm -hmm. I think it's incredibly powerful to have a man who was The Bachelor uh, coming out as gay. I I think representation-wise, the more people of um, people of color, people of every identity um, that are visible, is a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, totally in whatever right. space. But because everybody's <laughs> coming out story is different. And sure. You know, it, it's just another, like, example of a rocky one, but people are like, okay, you know, maybe mine would be like that, but it, it's yeah. okay. Right, right. You know, he yeah. did it. Right. And, it, and I think I... the only thing that I thought of when I knew we were going to talk about this is the whole reason people have to do the whole coming out thing is because society mm-hmm. is so structured right. to yeah. assume mm-hmm. that we're straight. Right, like people don't come out as straight. Or B. Well, maybe some right. people do, but I mean, it's not as normal yeah. as 
coming out as something non-straight. But yeah, I see what you're saying yeah. for sure. And I I remember yeah. so Sierra read his book that he that he um Oh yeah. that he published like I, right after his season. I didn't know he had a book. Yeah, he pu- pu- published a book. But I heard book. other people talking about yeah. it. Yeah, and in the book he actually talked about how in high school there was a period where he really questioned like was he gay? And and he actually went to his dad. Yeah, I did hear that. And he was talking to his dad about it and his dad just kind of brushed it off as nothing as in a sense, I don't remember exactly, yeah. I don't want to misquote it, but almost as if it was like a phase that he'd get over. Um, and, you know, yeah. I, I I didn't play football in high school or college or anything. I played basketball in high school, but those locker rooms are not yeah, safe sure places did. for for yeah, a sure. very non-narrow hetero, hetero person. Um, yeah. And it's really bad. It's, it's a culture that definitely needs to change, but it's a very toxic culture, right? In the NFL, for example... Uh, Michael Sam, about five, six, seven years ago now, was the first openly gay NFL player to be drafted. There have been none since. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nobody has, has come out. And that there's mm. probably hundreds, right? The statistics tell us hundreds, thousands of, of NFL right. players are probably closeted. However, that, that, and that's really sad because the, the, the culture doesn't let them come out and be who they truly are because you know, their teammates yeah. won't want to be around them, their coaches, it's just, it's, it's terrible, it's gross, and so for him to be in They're that environment, yeah, worried about fear, yeah. their career opportunities, exactly, yeah, exactly, and so, and, and he's not, the, you know, Michael Sam is not in the NFL anymore, he didn't last very long, I mean, he wasn't a great NFL mm. player, but nonetheless, you, there has to be a, a but he factor, was there, and he was visible, exactly, and I'm sure it has to be a factor for some teams that the reason he's not on teams and wasn't given more chances was because of that. And that's really terrible. And, yeah. you know, and yeah. sports in general, professional sports especially, struggle with racism still a lot. And he was black and, and openly gay. And that's mm. it for, you know, in a very terrible way, two strikes against him in the professional sports world. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, for Colton, yeah, I, I, I do worry. The one thing I worry, I want to get you guys guys thoughts on this is that the reason he was able to come out in Good Morning America was because The Bachelor wanted a positive look for them. Yes. I'm so glad you brought Mm. this up. Because that worries me that that's the only reason they gave him the platform to do it because they just came off of a season where they tried to be anti-racist and failed miserably and now they're like we want our name because everywhere right it was former former Bachelor star Colton Underwood Mm. comes out as gay. Yes. They, and it's on the same network. Yeah, ABC is yeah. yeah. Good Morning America. Uh-huh. The okay. Bachelor people yeah, they always I think you you might have a point. Yeah. yeah. So like um, I, I, I worry about that. Yeah, I'm glad I'm really glad you brought this up because I was thinking the same thing of like, um. Why did he need to go on Good Morning America? You know, like why did he right, need there's Instagram? Yeah. Right, like. There's a lot of other, like, obviously he has somewhat of a platform, so there's a lot of other ways he could have done it, and so definitely exactly how he went about it had to be at least a little bit strategic in, yeah. if mm-hmm. it was for him personally, or if he's still under contract with the Bachelor franchise, I don't know how long they last or whatever, but for sure, yeah, that's yeah. A good point. either way, they're definitely going to use it as, like, woke points the bachelor franchise is it's gonna be like um we have a former bachelor i don't know if you know this but he's gay so yeah (laughs) Yeah. so we can't be all bad you know 
it's definitely no matter what they're going to exploit that and and all the did you see like Chris Harrison and like everybody was coming out and saying that they were so proud of him or whatever and I don't know it just felt very yeah it's like that's like the least you can do right is like yeah I feel like like I'm okay with your existence (laughs) yeah well so I guess I never I never have a Facebook but I I think I know that you would put in your birthday, right? And so it would tell you, oh, it's this person's birthday, and then you can just type to them, happy birthday. It's like the bare minimum. Right. You didn't have any thought or put any effort into remembering. Yeah. Yeah, it reminded you. So it's kind of the same thing as you're not putting, you're not putting any effort in to actually being an active ally. You're just like, oh, me too. I want history to see that I said something. Yeah, definitely... Because uh, congratulating him publicly is also strategic. So mm-hmm. people are like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm totally cool that that guy's gay. Like, that's A-OK with me, you know? And especially, like, Chris Harrison, right? Which is too Like, Chris bad. Harrison's yeah. coming off of a, a season where he's for he's sure. called out for being, you know, or, 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 you know, perpetuating racism within his own um, realm of The Bachelor and whatnot. And now he's like, oh, hey, look, I'm yeah. so proud. I'm, a, I'm friends with the... With a gay guy. Look at me. I'm, yeah, I'm totally good. Yeah, it's definitely good. like, like the, come on, man. I can't yeah. be racist. I have black friends. <laughs> yeah. I can't be homophobic. Yeah, exactly. I have a gay friend yeah. kind of thing. Ugh, yeah. And it's yeah. it's like that, not necessarily. Like, you very easily can yeah. still be those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's in- and probably are. It's interesting because, you know, I, I feel like it, with Colton, right, at, at the very basis, just like you said, I'm very proud of him. I'm happy that he was able to come out and and be himself and feel like, you know, he said he was truly happy for the first time in a long time or truly felt free. Um, But I just, there's a lot of things that I keep going back and forth on. Like, I'm like, he did it on Good Morning America. Like, why was that? Is he trying to save his brand? Is he trying to save his face? Is The Bachelor trying to force him to do that? But I'm also happy for him. And it's just like, I don't know. I go back and forth on a lot of these things. Well... There's another point to this. Did you hear about later? I don't. I think it might have been later on the same day that it was announced um, on somewhere on Twitter that Netflix was producing a show with him and Gus Kentworthy, the former Olympian who's also came out as gay a couple years ago, huh. and it was basically going to be like he was going to guide him into the culture of being an out gay man or something like that. That was kind of the premise of it. And so with that news, it's kind of like, Hmm. uh, okay, so this was all (laughs) set up for this show. That's how the industry works. Yeah. And so that's really like, they're really Netflix. Like there wasn't any other queer person, like queer person of color even yeah. like two white guys two white gay guys that look exactly the same let's be honest yeah. like for like former athletes or like, do like blonde a... the exact same type yeah. of gay guy like that's really who we and need to be highlighting here could we not give a show to anyone or... else it makes me think that okay well you're not straight so that means you're going to be now in this box, yeah. right? I think the thing, I the mean, whole totally. thing about being there being, you know, multiple gender identities, multiple sexualities is 
the whole getting away from the boxes so it feels like this is how you be gay it's like well no yeah it's who you are gay so that's how you be gay i think that's <laughs> if it could Profound. be more like sorry no i, I i'm dumb. sorry i'm just if it's being more an asshole like him him like showing him clubs or something like that yeah maybe okay fine but why not do like a a gay dating show yeah yeah, I think I, I think Iris, you make or a, he could be the host or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think Iris, you make yeah. a really like. I, I know you you think it sounded like kind of simple, but you know you're say like you're gay. That's you being gay, right? Like it's not. Yeah, it, there's no it, wrong it, way. Right. To yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's not like you have to walk down a certain yeah. path now or act a certain way. Like, mm-hmm. and that yeah. you have to paint your nails. Exactly, or and that's like like you whatever, like or, that's yeah. that's the heteronormity of our society. Right. And, and it's just, right. mm-hmm. I mean, going back to the whole Netflix thing, one of the most, one of the things that frustrates me so much about especially America, I mean, put it on the <laughs> list of a million things, but I mean, <laughs> there are so many, there are so many companies that just want to attach their name to diversity of, of, of uh, race, of, yes. of, um, sexuality, mm-hmm. of gender, whatever it may be, just for the sake of, Oh, look at you know for profits, right? Pandering I mean, it's just like audience. I remember I had a yeah. class. I had a class at Udabato. It was called Critical Diversity, and we did an assignment where we explored certain um, companies like diversity sites, and one we looked at was Microsoft, hmm. and their diversity page was this long like timeline of all of their accomplishments with diversity, such as we started hmm. this fund. And it's like it's very self-serving because they know if they have that yeah. page, people will be like, "Oh, look at them! Yeah. They they have representation, this and that. We're gonna well, buy their product." They did something. Yeah. yeah, and it's like they can't be an evil corporation. Yeah, and so it's it's hard because it's like, yes, Netflix, we need to represent certain populations, but at the same time, if it's only for the sake of you making more money. Is it like is it really yeah. a positive yeah, for the world for, sure. for that community? That well, makes I think. Sorry, Iris. That makes. I think it's the difference. Go ahead, Iris. <laughs> sorry, it's really short. I think that's the difference between making diverse content, mm-hmm. but having the people mm-hmm. behind it actually be that diversity right. versus you know white people or old men going okay we need a, a a woman show yeah right yeah one should be a person yeah. of color yeah right so i think when the diversity is actually behind the scenes yes. then it will be more we've authentic t- I think we've talked and then about this it will before. be yeah. yeah then it will be you know not exactly like the kind of show that we're talking yeah. about right and nate what you were saying about the companies um putting forth all this stuff to prove that they are doing something towards inclusivity. It makes me think of all of the um, pride theme, like all the rainbow themed things that companies put out during pride month. And Mm -hmm. it's just so pandering and it's just, and it just is like, is the bare minimum and is so, um, so late stage capitalism yeah. it's infuriating and it's so and it's frustrating because what it does is it it makes the average person very cynical about it to the point where we can't tell what <laughs> me well we can't tell what like true <laughs> intentions like pure exactly. intentions of we don't know what's genuine exactly like we're going to question everything which we should always question everything but nonetheless 
I always do. Yeah, the fact that these like big corporations are the ones that are peddling this to make more profits, it makes us question everything. And it's it's frustrating because then yeah. it makes it really hard for people to be genuine about it because it's always seen yeah. as not genuine, right? For sure. Because we sit here and we yeah. should be like, hey, this is great for Colton. This is great for, you know, the LGBTQ plus community. You know, it's really yeah. awesome to see The Bachelor doing this, ABC and Netflix. But we're sitting here and we're like, eh it's really maybe just for profits, right? I mean, it's just, that's yeah, what the frustrating are their part. Intentions? Yeah, what exactly. yeah. And that's a frustrating And it part. definitely is, you know, like, it is good for him, and it is representation, sure, like, that's good for what it is, but it's like, did it have to be Colton? You know? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> is that really the representation we asked for? You know? Um, I think, yeah, that... And so that I think it's just frustrating that it's like, oh sorry, go ahead. Well, no, I was just gonna say I think that leads us to the next part of it that I really wanted to hear your guys' thoughts on, which was yeah. And Bridget, I know you had some thoughts on this too. Was there was a lot of I people have a lot of thoughts. Um, on TikTok, on everywhere, Twitter, everything, who was like, I knew, like we knew, buddy, <sighs> you know, and 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 sharing clips yes. of of oh. Billy Eichner in an interview being like, you could be the first gay bachelor, oh. we wouldn't even know. And everybody being like, oh, yeah, we should have known. He knew. Yeah. And and I just wanted to hear you guys' thoughts on that, because I know, especially Bridget, I know you have a lot of thoughts on it. Yes. <laughs> I am getting I don't think that's fair so mad say. remembering that. Yeah, yeah that clip, um, I will find that and post it on the Instagram for this podcast, so if anyone listening to this hasn't seen it, they can watch it. But it it was a, a interview with Billy Eichner, like you said, um, and he said something about, um, oh, you could be the first gay bachelor and we don't know it. And Colton was just like, obviously uncomfortable because he was still in the closet at that point. And people were using that as, they were using that clip of being like, yeah, I think we could tell buddy. Or like everyone was on Twitter was patting themselves on the back. Like, lol, I called this in 2018 or whatever. And (laughs) I, hate that like that's not the flex you think it is it's no it's not it's it's mean it's, and it, it's kind of like devaluing or not devaluing but like minimizing the struggle of yeah it's not a out. game right and, and like it very whole... much is like every queer person has their own journey and it just um it's very similar to the thing of like we've talked about before where it's like Colton might not see your tweets about how you knew, like you could tell that he was gay before he came out, but your closeted friend might, Exactly. you know? And so it's like, you don't know who, like as much as you uh, want to, um, assure everyone that you knew about Colton. You don't know what people are going through or what they're struggling with, and people are closeted for a reason, you know? There's, for in Colton's case, for religious reasons or for toxic masculinity or whatever, you know? And for a lot of people in a lot of areas in the country, unfortunately, it's a safety reason. Like, they can't safely be out. Yeah. And... I think that that is so damaging for someone in the closet to hear 
for like everyone can tell like you're not good at hiding yeah. it like that that's terrifying and that's so toxic yeah, for that's probably their worst to, fear exactly mm-hmm. that's so such a bad take and i i hated that everyone that that was kind of like oh haha ha, like we could tell yeah whatever like good for you okay like, what do you gain by like, saying that? exactly yeah. like what we said there there's no one way to be gay like what do you mean you could tell because like of the way that he dresses the way he talks or whatever like those are all based like whatever you're trying to imply those are all based on stereotypes stereotypes so it's really yeah. <laughs> it was really frustrating to see so many people saying that yeah it's and it's what's really frustrating too on a I guess yeah like kind of what Iris was touching on earlier is people are putting him in a box by being like oh I could tell meaning that every gay person has a tell right like Mm. and it's just that's just Mm. it it means that they're different it's not like it's not it's not normal quote unquote what is normal right but like yes it's not normal because it's like oh we could tell you were different than straight Mm. men and it's that's really frustrating to me and it's really frustrating, too, because, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm straight. I'm a white straight male, the worst of them all. And Exactly. But nonetheless, it's it's like, I guarantee anytime someone comes out, the last thing they want to hear is, we knew. Right? Like Exactly. You want people mm-hmm. to be, you might not want people to be, like, throwing you parties or anything like that. But the last thing you probably want right. to know is, like, oh, we knew. That's so, that takes away yeah, from the, how special so... it is for you. I think. Yeah, because it could be, like, it is totally, unfortunately, in some cases it's not, but coming out should be on, completely on the person's terms, and they should never feel, like, they should have a positive feeling about it, and they shouldn't feel like, you know, and it doesn't have to be, like, a big party or whatever, but they should feel validated or and safe and comfortable in whatever however they choose to do it and just saying like oh i could tell is so dismissive and probably just awful to hear and it it makes it a game i mean the whole idea of a of a of a quote-unquote gaydar to me i think that's so damaging Uh, to people i hate that term so much because it's like (laughs) and honestly no go ahead i respect well, honestly, like, what I think of a gaydar would be like, oh, uh, like a, a cis man that's slightly, or is not super masculine. Exactly. Right? Isn't even, like, what people are, like, the younger generation is yeah. anymore. Yeah. Right? Like, and that's not what a quote-unquote straight guy is. Yeah, and I, exactly. I like that. I don't... Yeah, I just don't like yeah. the super toxic uh, Again, media, it's but, yeah. the whole gaydar thing. It's based on stereotypes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's it's the same thing as like, oh, I have really good gaydar. Or like, oh, I could tell you were gay. Like, that's the same thing. It's just based on your stereotypical idea of what being gay or being not straight or not cis is. Yeah. And it's just, it's frustrating too yeah. because especially in this country people love to be right right and <laughs> i personally yeah, well, <laughs> love that. but like people love yes. 
hindsight bias is is so easy because people are then like, oh, we should have known, or I knew the whole time. It's because so easy to claim that you exactly knew, right, whether or not you did. You hundred percent. Yeah. I feel like nobody did. I mean, people might have questioned it mm-hmm. just to like, oh, look at me. I I I can tell something. But now that just he to be gossipy. yeah, and now that yeah. he came out, people are like, I knew the whole time. You didn't. You're just confirming. No. You know, your hindsight, hindsight's twenty twenty. You're like, oh yeah, I knew the whole time because you know yeah. now. And it's just... Hindsight twenty twenty one. You just did something there. <laughs> I think you just did something. Good one. But... No, I, just, I really didn't. Ignore me. It, it's just frustrating. And, and two, this is, this is a really interesting point that I, yes. I, I, I don't know where to settle is there were a lot of people who mm. um, on Twitter, TikTok and whatnot were like, okay, yeah, great. He came out, but he's still a terrible person. Which is true. Yes. Right? That's mm. true. There's, but it's hard because... I have at least two more points to make about this. Because it's There's hard. so many different things. Is he only terrible from the stalking? Or is there yeah. more? Yeah. Okay. Is it okay if I Please. dive into yeah, this? So there is a lot of people that are saying, you know, we can't separate just because he's gay. Okay, that's great for what that is, you know him being out and being represented and being present and a part of the Bachelor franchise, but we can't... That doesn't negate his abuse of women, you know? Like, that doesn't mean... Like, you can be two things at once. You can be gay and you can still be an abuser and you can still um, not treat women well. You can be gay and be a misogynist, you know? Two things can be true at once. and. Um, it doesn't matter if it was just, oh, it's because I was trying to be right. manly. That's, that doesn't, that's not an excuse. That doesn't make happened. it okay. That he was, you know, maybe he was, I mean, obviously he probably was really struggling inside. And he, maybe he was trying really hard yeah. to convince himself or to save this relationship because he thought it was like his last chance of being quote unquote normal or whatever or being accepted. Mm-hmm. And that you know, it's an explanation, but it's not, it doesn't make it okay. And I don't... That's concise. Yeah, I don't think that... I do think, I, you know, I don't think he should be celebrated, I guess. Because, especially in the way of, like, having a whole Netflix show. Yeah. Like... Why is he the one to have that platform? Especially, like, not only is he, like, the most boring white man that there could be, but he is, um, like, he did, like, abuse and stalk his ex emotionally. And that's something that shouldn't be just written off, you know? It shouldn't just be okay now because, oh, he was actually gay, so, like, it doesn't count. That's not how it works, you know? Yeah. And I see a lot of people, a lot of people were saying, well, can we just, like, let him have his moment, you know? Like, do we have to bring up, like, the whole, like, him stalking Cassie thing? Like, can we just be proud of him in this moment and let him have his moment? And no. Like, we can talk about everything at once, you know, like we're doing here. Yeah. Everything has layers. Exactly. And you don't have to... Yeah, it doesn't have to be just oh, I'm proud of him, or good for him, it can be like, oh, that's great, I'm glad he's happy, but he still is kind of maybe not so great of a dude, at least to women. And 
that doesn't make it okay just because he's not going to be dating them anymore. Yeah, it's like it's kind of like an age-old. I mean, maybe it's a stereotype, but it's probably a reality. A lot is the guy who is mean and terrible to women because he's secretly gay, right? We see it in movies all the time. Of it's yeah. like it's like mm. oh yeah, we should have known. Like that's why he's terrible to his wife or blah blah blah. And I think yeah, you make great points. Like he. Yeah. It's like yeah, his he hates himself. It's like his internalized homophobia. Yeah, or like bullies in high school, like they were secretly gay. That's why they were mean to everybody. And it's like that also just it, it yeah. makes it okay. it makes gay synonymous but... with like terrible things. Um, yeah, I do. I... And who's to say he's not going to treat his male exactly. partners that way? Exactly. Will, that, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, it's. I mean, once you are an emotional abuser and that intense stalker like how do you just turn that off yeah i personally would (laughs) think twice about going on a date with him if i were a gay man yeah i guess the, the, the one point i would say kind of on the flip side um is i'm sure there's a lot of people and and this is what i'm saying is it's not that um, trying to belittle the stalking or anything like that. It's obviously it's terrible, but yeah. I'm sure there are a lot of people who are using that because they themselves, their their homophobia or their internalized homophobia, mm. needs a way to tear him down to make this not important. As right. like, oh, oh, this guy mm. is kind of a big deal, and he's now gay. I I need to tear him down, and he deserves to be torn down in a certain extent. But right. I also think that there are probably a lot of people who do it from a place of, of homophobia rather than just protecting yes. Cassie. They could give a shit's For less about sure. Cassie. It's more That's a good it's point. more they want to yeah. tear down this this guy who is pretty was he's a pretty big name in this bachelor arena and people a lot of people know him, he has a like big following and they're like from a place of homophobia, I need to find every and I'm sure it happens to a lot of people. Especially celebrities who come yeah. out, you know, Ellen DeGeneres, right? She came out as gay. Turns out she's also, at times, not a great person. But when she yeah. first came out, <laughs> a lot of people were finding anything and everything to tear her down because she had right. a platform. And they didn't want her on it, on, on their, mm. you know, kids' TVs, you know, at 3 yeah, p.m. every day. a gay woman to be so visible. Yeah, exactly. And so they find ways to tear out. And it turns out Colton has a very <laughs> legitimate reason to be torn down. But yeah. again, I'm sure people tear him down for the reason not to protect Cassie or to, to unveil him as a bad person, but truly just to right. tear him down as a gay man. Yeah. And I I hope he doesn't use it as kind of like a deflection or kind of like a... Oh, remember, shield, like, yeah. it's fine now because I'm gay. Yeah. Like, or totally. you're just attacking me, you're just bringing that up because I'm gay... Yeah, it puts know. a lot of people in a really. That's kind of being presumptuous, but it puts people in a hard. He's putting. He puts a. He put a lot of people in a hard spot because, the people who defend him as hey let's have him have his day that are born from a place of I just want to uplift the LGBTQ plus community and make this a celebration for the community. He puts mm-hmm. him in a tough spot because then it makes it synonymous with it makes it okay what he did to yeah. Cassie because he is now gay. 
Exactly. It's a really tricky, like, fine line situation. It's not the representation they asked for, exactly. I'm sure. Right? There, there are way better people to push to the forefront. And, and But it's just tough because, there's like, like Iris said, there's so many layers to it because, like, yeah. in, in this world that we live in, could a person of color... Live in a society. Could a person of color get the same interview, the same platform? Right? We talk a no, lot about... of course not. Yeah, and like, no. you know, I, I, I'm going to school for education. We talk a lot about how do we start to make headway... Mr. Nate. Hey. How do we, make, how do we start to make <laughs> headway in a lot of these areas? And it starts with people who have the power now tearing down walls so that we can uplift other people, which is right. a really messed up yeah. way to get to the goal, but... I don't know. I don't know what, yeah. maybe if that makes sense, but like Colton needs to tear I, down no, the wall totally. so that other people get uplifted. Now it's his choice what he does right. with oh, yeah. the power. Does he choose it? Does he use it to uplift other voices? Does he use it to yeah. promote yeah. you know trans people, black people, all all these other underrepresented in in media? Does he use it to to put? Does his TV show end up pushing forward those ideas? Probably not. But he has an opportunity to tear down a lot of walls, especially in the Bachelor yeah, com- universe, definitely. in the football universe, all these. You can push forward a lot of voices that need it and deserve it right now. Yeah, you know for what I mean? sure. I think, exa- yeah, for, definitely. I think he could have taken the chance to decenter himself mm-hmm. and center other people or organizations that help you know, black trans women being murdered at disproportionate rates or, you know, something that's like a real big issue Mm -hmm. in the LGBTQ plus community, something way bigger than him, you know, Mm he, he could have took, he could have taken that chance on Good Morning America, but he didn't. And like, did he really need to center himself wholly in that moment, you know? Yeah. Like, there is yeah. more he I could have done for his community mm-hmm. at large. Exactly. I think the point you made, Nate, was really good. I think if it's kind of like dipping your toe yeah. in, right? Mm-hmm. Like, jumping into a cold yeah. pool, right? Like, most people aren't going to do that. And they're not going to be okay with it because it's change and it's scary yeah. and you know, maybe they have even, like, hateful views towards this cold pool or whatever, but... <laughs> Sorry, I love your analogy. Oh, great analogy. But it's saying, you know, it's unfortunate, but it is, like, kind of the way it has to be because of how the systems are set up, yeah. you know? Oh, we have to have that one woman who broke down yeah. the barrier, you know, shattered exactly. the glass ceiling for, you know, other people to come along, and then, you know, it takes decades but now they are kind of yeah. have more power so they can you know bring up other people it's it's like you know unfor- it's like all the layers right yeah. it's unfortunate yeah. that this is the person but it's a little step and that's what a lot of you know conservative people aren't comfortable with they want to take it yeah. slower yeah exactly I do think that it what you said about the glass ceiling like it does matter people to, there needs to be people to break those barriers and break through, but they need to work hard to then lift up the other people 
who couldn't do like, it right as away. easily. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, like, like what I said, he could have used that, specifically that platform that he had on Good Morning America during that interview, he could have done more yeah. to do that. Yeah, I mean... And like like I said, decentering himself, and he didn't yeah, take that it's opportunity. Like, it's almost like uh, people like that, they, they walk, they open a door for other people, and they have a choice. Do they hold the door open to let other people walk through, or do they slam it in the other people's face and walk mm. through with their hands raised, like, look at me? You know, like, it, it, yeah. you, have a, you have an mm. important choice there. Do you, yeah, do you keep the door open and push and and help to promote other people's voices or do you just make it about yourself? And that's, yeah. and yeah, I just, I don't know. It's a messed up world. It's a messed up world. I don't know. You know, it's like, it shouldn't I have mean, to be that way. Right. In, in conclusion. conclusion. Well, not quite in conclusion because I have one more. Please. One more facet. One no, more thing to say about this. Go ahead. Um. Another thing that I saw a lot of people mentioning um, it along with the, oh, we could tell, you know, in replies to tweets and TikTok comments or whatever, was that he needed to apologize to all the women that he dated on The Bachelor. Or, like, why did he, why was he The Bachelor in the first place, you know? Like, if he knew that he was gay this whole time. Like, why did he waste these women? Like, why did he waste their time? You know, why did he lead them on? Or like, oh, I feel so sorry for Cassie, you know? And like, of course, there is reason to feel sorry for Cassie because she's the victim of stalking. But they were coming at it from the direction of that he was being deceitful or Mm. something like that for not being being gay. Right. And that's, I think that is also something that is very damaging to hear Mm -hmm. if you are yourself a closeted person, because that is an old stereotype of gay people that they are sneaky and deceitful and want to cause you harm, you know? Yeah. Because then you think, oh, okay, let me think of the list of people I have to apologize to. Yeah. And it's like, you know, being scared to be who I am. Exactly. It's part of the process. It was part of him, I think you know, I don't want to speak for him, but I think it probably was part of him, you know, maybe it was like him giving one last shot. He's like, okay, if I don't find the one here, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. I have some more soul searching to do. Maybe I, it's time to really face this. You know, maybe he was just really, really trying to make it work for him. And everyone has their own journey. Everyone does it in their own time. And that's not... (laughs) It's very common to, if you have the same-sex attraction, to just date, reflexively date the opposite gender because that's what society tells you is correct, you know? It's not being deceitful. It's not... I don't think he owes anyone an apology for dating them whether or not he knew he was gay or not, you know? I just think that that's a really messed up thing that I it was very disappointing the amount of people that I saw that were saying that they felt bad for Cassie for those reasons rather than you know her being the victim of stalking yeah yeah yeah, it, it, it also like yeah it reminds me a lot of like you know how a lot of people if if a guy dates a girl and then he ends up coming out as gay they're like oh you turned him gay like it, it's just it's it's yeah, a right. yeah or it's a lot of the fault. same lines yeah. like oh you were his beard like it's just like people yeah. are you don't know where people are at in their journey 
right? Like Colton. Yeah, that all feeds into the same negative. Yeah, and Colton was, he had clearly built a persona for himself, which is really sad. That it, and it it honestly, yeah, going on The Bachelor and being The Bachelor was kind of his, I'm going to show the world this persona so that nobody knows. I'm going to repress this so far by being this guy who dates 30 women on a TV show, who. Uh, I, I'm I'm the man of man. I talk about football. I shower on TV with my muscles. You know, like <laughs> oh my god, yes, yeah. that so many shower yeah, scenes. Like, I forgot about yeah, that. And just like you know, outwardly, so many times talking about masculine. Yeah, and, and his yeah. his religion. And you know, pushing that. Like, look, I'm a religious white straight man. Like, this is the dream. Hell yeah. Don't know why it would be, but American dream, brother. But nonetheless, it, that doesn't mean he needs to apologize for people. I'll apologize. No. He does like again. He needs to apologize to Cassie for the for, things he's done to her. Right. But not because he was struggling with right. his sexuality. I'm specifically saying people asking him to apologize for being gay exactly. and not and going through with being the bachelor yeah. and stuff like that. And and like it, yeah, they're focusing on the wrong thing. It, it kind of <laughs> which I feel like ties into what you were saying before about people finding a reason to be mad at him for just because he's gay and not for the other yeah yeah things that he's that's done what I was gonna say that is, are legitimately deserve criticism yeah it's kind of a good example of what I was saying earlier of like you know people tearing him down for this born from a place of you know homophobia rather than actual caring for Cassie it's the same thing when they're right. like wow I feel bad for Cassie it's born out of a place of I feel bad for her that she had to be with a gay man Rather than I feel bad for Cassie yeah. because she went through trauma from this guy who just happened <laughs> yeah. to be, you know, not out yet. Happened to be exactly. closeted. So yeah. it's more of them showing their true colors of, of their, you know, heteronormative beliefs of, wow, I feel really yeah. bad for her that she had to go through this, you know? And like, yeah, I guess it, I, I don't want to... Finish your last thoughts on this because I had one more question about this situation that I that that was basically okay. it. One thing that I really I did really want to get your guys' thoughts on was, I, and and this I have no this is just a question not I don't have any real evidence of this or whatnot. Do you mm-hmm. feel at all that his the stalking and all of that stuff could it have been born from a place of he was really scared she was going to out him? Maybe they had a conversation. Maybe mm. she maybe oh. she found something, maybe something, and he was so, it was so important to him to protect mm. the identity that he had to track her at all times. He was scared that, yeah. and that, I, I, I want to make it very clear, I'm not saying if that was the reason that makes it okay what he did to her. Right, exactly. Because no. that is, that, that, you know, perpetuates a lot of trauma, a lot of really bad things. But I'm, but like if that's how far he was willing go, to go to protect this persona and protect this secret, mm-hmm. that uh, just makes me feel really terrible for people who don't have this platform, who have to, who who just are in such a panic and under so much stress yeah. for this secret that shouldn't have to be a secret to come out. That you feel you have to go to such crazy lengths to protect it. And again, I don't have any evidence to say that was the reason. He could just be a crazy person. Um, but at the same time, um, I, I just wonder about that a little bit. Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, no, I think that's, yeah, that's a valid thought. It, it could be. It definitely could be. I, I hadn't considered that. And, um, I do think that that 
definitely could be another thing, like I said before, it could explain his actions, but definitely not excuse them. Exactly. That's, and, a, good, that's um, a really good distinction. It still doesn't negate Cassie's victimhood yes, in the situation totally. either. It doesn't, like, make it, like, oh, it's okay because she was, like... And not to say that she necessarily had that intention. Yeah. It could just be, like, he... Right, right. That's the way he perceived it, or he had that fear, because maybe like he had... Flight. Right. He jumped to the worst Just conclusion. like he jumped the fence. Maybe he yeah. had... Exactly. <laughs> he is known See? to jump. He's jumping. In situations where he is under stress (laughs) so i do think it could have been that kind of it could have been coming from that kind of thing where he probably wanted to do it in his own way where you know he could promote his netflix show so he didn't want her to out him because they broke up or something like that and not that she necessarily would be the person to do that you know but that doesn't really matter he could have made it up in his head that that was gonna yeah and it, i mean i don't yeah. i don't mean to like dive too far into this like make-believe land because we don't know but it also no. you know it would also <laughs> suck if like the reason he did it in such a big fashion was he was scared that it was going to come out from somebody else and so he's yeah. like i want to do it before anybody else tells on me and that makes me really sad if that if that were the case because i'm sure that's a story that happens to a lot of people they come out before they're ready because they're scared somebody yeah, else is going to say outed, it. Yeah. For sure. And that, that breaks your heart yeah. to think about. I mean, again, and I do think it's a very important distinction, what Bridget just said, of it might explain some of the behavior, but it doesn't excuse excuse it. And so it's just an interesting yeah. yep. thought to, 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 I don't know, mess around with. Yeah. Well, I, is that all we wanted to say? I think I... Should we go from emotional trauma to <laughs> physical trauma? Sure. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> okay, Nate, tell us about an injury or scars. Yeah. Yeah. We're sharing scar that stories. Let's Yeah, let's dive into that. So I have a couple. If you tell don't mind. Tell me how you got those scars. If you don't mind a couple, I have a couple. So the first one. Yes. I have a bald spot on my head, in the back of my head. Because when I was three <laughs> years old, I was riding my tricycle, and I ran over a cat's tail and fell on it, and it scratched <gasps> me. So, and it was deep oh. and I couldn't. Is the cat okay? That's what everybody always says. I'm right. okay. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, the cat was fine. It was just really mad. Well, at obviously me. you're okay. You're here talking to me. And I've never yeah. liked cats since, honestly. Um, and it was my fault. Exactly. Right? Um, How was that? What That's about terrible. Tigger? No, I love Tigger. There are certain cats that, that make the cut, but that's my first one. So, <laughs> well. I can show you the scratches See? on my arm currently well, that's only, from my lovely He only son. does that to his mother, so... As most loving Actually, sons do. Actually, yes. <laughs> um, my, this, my second one, um, this is more of a, a more embarrassing story, but I used to work uh, at the school Ooh, I work at. Um, at night, I used to... People would rent the gym, and I would just kind of hang out and make sure everything ran smoothly. And there was a big, like, uh-huh. picture window mm-hmm. where I could see out to the parking lot, make sure everything was okay. <laughs> I was doing that one night. And in the room I was doing uh-huh. it in, um, there were cabinets mounted just on the... staring out the window? Well, yeah. I was just making sure everything was okay. Nobody was, like, causing a ruckus oh. or anything like that. Yeah. And th- this room sure. had cabinets <laughs> all along the walls at about, you know, head height or so. And uh-huh. in that moment, I was sitting there and I was like, I'm kind of hungry. 
And so I remembered that in the teacher's lounge, there were Nature Valley granola bars, which I don't like very much, but I was I was hungry. Those exactly. aren't great at all. And so that's what makes this next yeah, part of the story more, even worse. More trouble than they're worth. Exactly. But right. I was hungry, and I was just excited. I was like, this is awesome. I don't have it to buy something. food. It was something, yeah. So I tried to do a really cool spin move to get... It was like my exit stage right. <laughs> Did a really cool spin move. Hit the... Like the bridge of my nose on the corner of one of these cabinets as oh. hard as possible and broke my oh. nose. And I started bleeding mm-hmm. all over the school. I called my mom. I was like, oh, I was like, no. Mom, I'm dying. I don't know what's happening. I'm bleeding terribly. <laughs> yeah. And I went to the hospital and they were like, Yeah, you broke your nose, but like I broke it perfectly. So like it would heal just fine. They didn't have to like put it back in place or anything. Uh-huh. So it was a they perfect break, but like, yeah. what a story. Like, oh, I was I was really excited about some shitty granola bars and broke my nose on the corner of a cabinet. <laughs> it wasn't even that cool. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't any, wasn't doing anything Ouch. ferocious. I just did a, thought I was doing a really cool spin oh. move to egg, exit stage right and broke my nose. And so it's a little crooked. Oh, I don't know man. if you can see, but you can kind of see it kind of like indents on this I side. I mean, mine is just crooked naturally, yeah. so. so it healed. <laughs> At least like, you have a right. cool story. Yeah, you can definitely feel... <laughs> Everybody's face is asymmetrical. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. So those are my two. You're th- okay. You're Iris. You objectively have the most perfect nose here. <laughs> yeah, totally natural. <laughs> it's it's just yeah naturally ended up that way. I think right. Uh huh. <laughs> um, oh no! <laughs> I thought you were gonna do a death stare. No. <laughs> No, no. She's trying to make a joke because I had rhinoplasty. Yeah. Rhinoplasty? A nose job. Yeah. That's what that's called. That's like the technical term? Yeah. Interesting. That is the Good technical term. I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> like like rhino, like a hump. Oh. Like the horn, your nose. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you said you had three. Oh, What's your in, other one? Oh, yeah. In high school, um, I played basketball and um, it was my senior year and I was going after a ball and I like, I was reaching for the ball like this and I ran into this other player's abs and it broke my knuckle. Like, down here. <laughs> oh. Um, just, just his abs? Just his abs. Man was yoked. I mean, man was... That rock and you didn't hard. even, you didn't even touch. I, I just went like this. Saw his abs. <laughs> yeah. like, they got near it. There was like, ah, I need to like, oh. this. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, yeah, I like I, I went like this and Ouch. ran into his stomach and it like bruised uh. immediately. And actually, I mean Ooh. like I didn't like play it up, but I definitely like acted like I was hurt longer than I was because I just like hated basketball at this point. But I was too scared to quit, <laughs> so I was just like I'm I'm too hurt. And I mean I did have some like uh, ligament damage that they were like, oh you should probably let it heal. Ugh. But like the first doctor I went to was like. You can yeah. play because you're a senior. And I was like, actually, can you tell me I can't play, please? <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. anyway, yeah. So corner of a cabinet and abs are my kryptonite, apparently. So <laughs> okay. those are my three stories. So at least you know what to stay away yeah, from that's now. Exactly. <laughs> Do you want to go next, Ribbit? Yeah, I can go next. Um, I feel like I only really have one legitimate scar story. And it's kind of the story. It's like... I would say the most embarrassing moment of my life that I can think of, um, and it was completely not my fault, which makes it even more infuriating because I hate things out of my control. Um, Right. Anxiety. I mean, hello, anxiety, ADHD. Um, 
So it was junior year of high school and I was in the musical. We were doing Beauty of the Yay. Beast, which was my favorite show that I was in. Obviously, so much. It was fun. a hell of a show. I was just uh, a hell of a show. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> Thank you. I, the enchanted houseplant, made the show. <laughs> I was just an ensemble, um, but still had a blast because it's Beauty and the Beast. How can you not? Um, and so, in the opening number, before it's the town where we introduce Belle and like, oh my god, she's so quirky. There's like a little uh, prequel to it of um, how the beast became the beast. You know, the little spot right. with the enchantress putting the spell on him because he's like uh, selfish or something like that. Yeah. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. Yeah. But um, so there's that part. And then very quickly we transition into the village scene. And there's these set pieces that um, lower from the rafters from above our heads. And they, I, like I said, it's kind of like a quick change. It was a quick change, but like in the set. So they had to be lowered pretty quickly. And so it was, we were doing a full run through. Um, so it was just like a dress rehearsal. But I think it was um, this thing that we did called golden grads where it was kind of yeah. it was still a dress rehearsal but it was for it was we had an audience it was for um graduates of the high school to come back and see it but they were like graduates like 40 years right ago, that's why it's golden ago. grads whatever um so there it wasn't like an official show but we still had an audience that was my point um so anyways, in this transition, um, you, uh, like I was saying, they had to lower the set piece very quickly. And at the same time, you know, when it's dark, obviously, we had to walk on and take our places on the stage for, the, for our opening number, for the, like the, the town scene. And so this happening very quickly, simultaneously, in the dark, by high school students, mind you. Um, I... <laughs> it happens very quickly, but uh, one thing... First of all, I knew that I was walking onto the stage, taking my place. Next thing I knew, I was on my butt <laughs> because the set piece came down on my head. Um, and I, I got up right away, like, I, like, I, it startled me, obviously, but, like, I thought I was fine. <laughs> like, I, I got right back up, like, I didn't, like, pass out or anything, like, I didn't feel like it hit me that hard, necessarily. Um, I got right back up, and I was like, that was <laughs> so terribly embarrassing, but I'm good. Let's go. Let's do As this. As every good and actor then, does. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the show must go on, but <laughs> then, um... I had this, um, like I said, it was like the village scene, so we were all villagers, and I had this dress that had this white apron on the front of it, and <laughs> I had uh, some, uh, some people turn to me and say, um, 
You're bleeding. Oh, no. <laughs> like, a lot. Yeah. Um, it was... It was a ridiculous amount of blood. Oh, my God. Because, you know, it, it was a head wound, so they just bleed a mm -hmm. lot just because there's a lot of uh, small veins and stuff there. Um, not necessarily that it was a bad wound. They just bleed a lot. And it was like all down the front of this oh white apron. <laughs> it was so, oh no. it was so dramatic for like, yeah, I, what I felt was like not that serious of an injury. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, I guess I better like get off the stage. And so I went um, back and <laughs> the other cast members that weren't in this scene, they were like, oh my God, are you okay? Like, let's get her some paper yeah. towels. Let's like, let's call her mom. <laughs> and so my mom came and my big sister came and then we went to oh, the ER me. and they, they didn't do stitches. They did like surgical glue. Mm -hmm. Um... So I had surgical glue in my hair. And then they, like, used two pieces of my hair to, like, tie a knot. Which yeah, was... Yeah, I remember watching. An interesting like, technique. Genius. But, yeah, so... Yeah. And then... Do you actually have a scar? I do have a scar. So I do actually, do? Nate, have a small bald spot yeah. on the top of my head. <laughs> it's like this little line. Yeah. A small little line that's a bald spot. Um... But yeah, so we went to the ER and then they just they glued me up and then we went to Taco Time on the way home Hell and yeah. um <laughs> and I went on like I did every other performance just fine. Um of course the director did have a talk with the tech people about um <laughs> not being aware people. of <laughs> the actors. <laughs> yeah. Um But yeah, that was Watch just out like for the village people. It was totally just Oh my god, of course it had to be me that like it happened to, yeah. you know? Like, if all the people, like, there were so many yeah. people directly next to me. Like, it had to just hit me. Yeah. <sighs> so embarrassing. But that's my only scar story. Wow. <laughs> um, okay, I, I have a couple smaller scars. I haven't really been badly injured. Uh-huh. I guess the worst thing was, um, I had a concussion yeah. that I was out for about two weeks. Not, like, unconscious, but just, like, <laughs> had to take a break had from to school. rest, yeah. Um, That's more of an internal um, injury, though. <laughs> right. Never broken a bone. Yeah. Um, but I guess I can tell a story of my most recent injury. It happened 11 days ago. <laughs> um, third day on my new job, I was breaking up a dog fight, and I got bit. Um, and... It happened again so fast, yeah. and I broke it up. It was kind of happened in two stages. So like I broke it up, or there was multiple people involved, but it was broken up, and then one dog got loose again, mm. and then that's when <sighs> I got bit. Mm. And then you know we had to, you know, calm them down and separate them again. And so I didn't feel any pain. I didn't realize that I was bleeding. Mm until I was dripping, you know, like it's your, it's pretty vascular. It, um, oh right. Gosh. Happened very quickly. Um, but she's showing us the so cut right now. <laughs> when I looked at my thumb, there were two things that I'd never seen before in my body. There was what looked like oh. a worm and then what looked like a really thin little white thing. And I mm. thought, I hope that's just skin. Yeah. It was not, it was a surface blood oh. vessel and a surface nerve. 
So I have not felt any pain because they cut the nerve away. Um, actually, I mean, that did hurt, <laughs> them cutting the nerve. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's about an inch gash. Um, it was fairly deep, but only two stitches. Um, and I'm assuming it's going to scar. Only two so stitches and minus a nerve. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I'm telling this story. Yeah. Oh, hi, Tigger. Anyway, um, my phone is going to die, so... Um, so now we are going to try to really quickly take this BuzzFeed quiz. And Iris, you selected this one. Um, yes, do you want to tell us what it during is? quarantine. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it was one of the many shows that we watched as a family. Um, it is a Schitt's Creek quiz, finding out who, which character we are. Yeah. So the first question is, first pick something important from Schitt's Creek that starts with an A. <laughs> it's Alexis Rose. Allez-vous cosmetics, <laughs> uh, uh, a little bit of Lexus, <laughs> or award season. I definitely have to go with a little bit of Lexus. <laughs> I'm going to do award season. Yeah, that's my I'm favorite doing, season. I'm doing Allez-vous Allez cosmetics, cosmetics because that you love, was super funny. You love pyramid schemes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they're all like, I'm a level like whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> super funny. Um, okay. Pick something important from Schitt's Creek that starts with B. Bob, Bebe, <laughs> Bird Attack, or Bicycle. Um, I'm definitely going to... I'm doing Bebe. Yeah, you, you gotta. I'm going with Bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bad at riding bikes, too. Okay. So. Um, Nate, do you want to read this one? Uh, pick something important from Schitt's Creek that starts with a C. Clifton Sparks, The Crows Have Eyes 3... The Crowening, <laughs> the Crowening, uh, Cafe Tropical, or Cabaret? Um, I already know who I'm going to get, but her character is just so funny. I'm going to pick The Crows Have Ice 3. <laughs> the Crowening? I'm going to pick... Um, the Crowening. I'm going to pick Cabaret. I'm going to go with The Crowening as well. Yeah, it's my favorite movie. Pick something important from Schitt's Creek that starts with a D. David Rose... Don't worry, it's his sister sign. <laughs> <laughs> Disgruntled Pelican or Danny Boy? <laughs> I'm doing Don't Worry, It's His Sister. Yeah, same. <laughs> I'm, d I'm doing not? Disgruntled Pelican because I okay. love that. Okay, pick something important that starts with an E. Elevation? Ew, David. Escape Room or Emdale really College? Thank you. Um, I have to go with... I'm doing L, David. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. Um, Nate? Uh, pick something important that from Shits Creek that starts with an F or a G. <laughs> Fold in the cheese. <laughs> classic. <laughs> Finding David, season two, episode one. Fast forward to success by Johnny Rose or the Galapagos Islands. This makes me want to rewatch it again. This is a tough one. Really? I know how much fold I'm laughing. In I'm the gonna cheese. fold in that cheese. <laughs> um, but I have to do. I have to do Finding David because that was just like I texted That's Alexis. What I was do too. Well, I'm sorry for not responding to like one text, David. David. <laughs> I have to pick that one. <laughs> you know, you. she's like, you remember Mutt? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, like, something okay. happened. <laughs> pick something important from Schitt's Creek that starts with an H. 
Happy Ending, Season 6, Episode 14, Herb Erdinger <laughs> Wine. <laughs> happy Day, Alexis and David. The Hype, it's, Episode It's Happy or, Day, Alex and Davis. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> My brain tried to correct yeah, it. Yeah, that's the whole point. Um, and then The Hike, Season 5, Episode 13. Um, I'm going to pick The Hike. I'm going to go with Herb Ertling. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to do a Happy Day, Alexis and Davis. Okay. Um, something important that starts with... This is long. I mean, it's every letter of the alphabet. <laughs> Um, something important starts with I Um, I'm trying very hard not to connect with people right now or I like the wine and not the label Mm, they're both just things to live by yeah I'm gonna choose I like the wine not the label (laughs) yeah me too Uh, I'm going I'm trying very hard not to connect with people (laughs) right now okay so pick something that starts with the letter J Johnny Rose Jocelyn shit, Jazzagals, or Jake? <laughs> um, Jazzagals. I'm going to pick Johnny Rose. That's on brand. The patriarch. Um, I'll go Jocelyn. <laughs> uh, uh, pick something important from Shit's Creek that starts with a K or L. Kristen, one of Morris <laughs> Wigs. Larry Air. <laughs> Love that journey for me. Or Lightning Sweater. <laughs> Um, obviously I'm picking I'm mix Love it up. That Journey for me. Yeah, I'm going to mix it up and pick that too. <laughs> me too. Iris? Um. Uh, letter M. We have Moira Rose. Mm-hmm. Mutt shit. Best name ever. <laughs> best Mariah name Carey. Ever. <laughs> or the Moira's Roses Garden. <laughs> <laughs> There's two apostrophe S's. Yeah. Um... I'm gonna do Moira Rose. I'm gonna Same. do Mariah Carey. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, something that starts with an N or an O. Night shirt, or our cup runneth over, which is season one, episode one. Um, I'm gonna do night shirt. Night shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it has to be night yeah. shirt. <laughs> Nate. Uh, pick something important from Shit's Creek that starts with a P. Patrick Brewer. Precious Love by James Morrison, Public Relations, or Pedophogging? <laughs> um, I'm going to pick whatever that is, uh, Pedophogging, because I love Moira's vocabulary is yeah. inspiring. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go okay, with Patrick. So, yeah, good choice. Okay. So we've got R, so Roland shit, <laughs> Rose Apothecary, Ray Butani or Rosebud Motel. That's a hard yeah, one. I'm gonna go with uh, Rose Apothecary. I think I'm gonna do the motel. Mm. I'm gonna go with Roland. You would. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, pick something important that starts with an S. Singles Week, Season Four, Episode Twelve. Stevie Bud, uh, Stavros, or Simply the Best. I have <laughs> to pick Simply the Best. Because that makes me cry every I'm gonna time. Pick, I'm going to pick Stevie. You yeah, would. I'm going to go with Stevie, too. <laughs> okay. Nate? Uh, pick something that starts with a T. Twyla Sands, Ted Mullins, Tweeters, or Team Rosebud? I'm, I'm going to go with follow us on Tweeters. 
<laughs> um, I'm going to go with Twyla. Okay, Iris. All right. So, you or V. Ugh, oh my god. Vivian Blake from Sunrise Bay or Veronica Ronnie Lee, veterinary clinic. I mean, how can I not pick, oh my god, God, because how many times (laughs) a day do I say that, (laughs) legitimately? (laughs) Um, Okay. Yeah, I'll go with that too. Okay. And finally, something that starts with a W, Y, or Z. Wigs, the wobbly elm, you get murdered first. Or zipline and <laughs> obstacle course. <laughs> That's hard. Wigs yeah. and you get murdered first. Hmm. Yeah. I'm going to do wigs. I'm going to do you get murdered first. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with wigs. Okay. So this is... Um, I'm not totally shocked or disappointed by this. But it's not like who I was really hoping for. You're definitely um, Who'd you get? Right? I got David Rose. Okay. Um, And it says, your personality matches David. You're funny, driven, and sincere. (laughs) Like David, you love the finer things in life. You're not afraid to be your most authentic self. You're someone who isn't afraid to be 100% honest with people. While you tend to guard your heart, once you get to know someone, you let them... You let them all the way in. (laughs) You love to have a good time, but you also appreciate a quiet night in with your BFF. I mean, I don't completely well, unrelate to that, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, I obviously got Miss Moira Rose. Yes. <laughs> um, your personality matches Moira. You're outgoing, charming, and persistent, like Moira. I mean, yeah. You're extremely artistic and creative. You're someone who loves to be recognized for your achievements. <laughs> you absolutely love to be the center of attention. You march the beat of your own drum. Mm-hmm. You have an enthusiasm for life, um, living it to its fullest. And you want to explore the world around you as much as possible. Nice. And I got Johnny Rose. Yeah. Oh, That's we're right. family. You're, you guys are my parents. Your personality <laughs> matches, matches Johnny. You're confident, big-hearted, and a natural-born leader. Like Johnny, you're someone who doesn't take no for an answer. When you're put in a position of power, you'll do anything to make sure you do the best job possible. You love helping your friends and family achieve their goals. Wow. I love I'm, that. I'm honored. That is so you. Cute. You are such a Johnny. I'm the father. I was more such expecting to get Alexis, honestly, but yeah, because I would, I would I it's like hard I to take. They're all Alexis. such great characters. I mean, uh, okay, I a hundred percent. After we're done with this, I'm gonna rewatch this because it, it's one of my top comfort shows of all time. Just amazing. It's a really good show. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us okay. again, Nate. Um, Always. Thank you so much. I'm happy to come on whenever you would like me to. Uh, whenever there's bachelor talk, probably, <laughs> because Please. you're our yeah. resident expert. Um, Gladly. Definitely when uh, right. Katie season starts, you know, there'll mm. be more to talk about. So, yeah. Totally. Um, All right. Okay. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye.